Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Health Talk. I am your host, Dr. Niru Prasad, with my background in pediatrics, emergency medicine, and urgent care. That joining must us today on the Health Talk is a, is a pre-medical student. Kush Nautial. Kush Nautial, he is a, he's a pre-medical student and currently he is doing the EMT, which is like emergency medicine technician training, which he almost completed. And later on, he will pursue his career as for, as for physician. So good morning, Kush, and welcome to my show. Thank you so much for having me, Dr. And uh, tell us more, how long did it take for you? And you are in, in uh, Ann Arbor, right? Correct, yeah. Okay, I go so. to the University of Michigan. Um, and I wanted some experience pre-medicine just to get in the field. And I saw that EMT is a three-month program. So one of my summers, oh, okay. one of my summers, I spent uh, f- twelve hours a week almost for three months, mm. getting that certification. Okay, so this is this is a three-month program. Correct. And following this, what is the what is the next step you will be going to? So actually, I have completed the three-month program. Um, oh, good. Okay. So and there's an ambulance service near Ann Arbor, which services oh, okay. the campus. Yeah. And cities near that, so that's where I'm currently working. Yeah, and you will learn a lot of, you will get a lot of experience, <laughs> you know, just by right, but just by in the ambulance taking care of the critical patient. That's mm-hmm. a very good thing you have Thank in you. your right now. So, what initially drew drew you to the field of pre-med and emergency medicine? Yeah, so. Medicine has always been a great interest to me, the, the human body and how it operates is always uh-huh. very interesting. Emergency medicine, particularly, I was drew to like helping people in emergent situations and mm. in situations where they can't handle, but knowing what to do, having a professional by your side is seemed very appealing. So that's what drew me to emergency so, medicine. Yeah, so that's good. Emergency <clears throat> medicine is very fascinating field, remember? Yeah. See, yeah. My specialty, pediatrics, emergency medicine, right. and I can tell you, if you're working in emergency medicine, you are all the time you're under stress. Mm-hmm. You know, your your adrenaline level is very high. Right. So, have you ex- experiences at EMT? Have your experience influenced your career aspiration in the medical field? Yeah, definitely. I would say um, again, one of my main um, things that I wanted to pursue was emergency medicine. So right, I think yeah. as an EMT, you're sort of like the first step exactly in, the, in, first, this, in this yeah. chain cycle. So mm-hmm. I've definitely seen like from bottom up how the emergency medical field kind of operates. Right, yeah. And these, these experiences will linger with you even when you become a full-fledged emergency medicine physician because you will remember how to handle a critical patient right in the ambulance. So that's very good. Are there specific areas with, within which pre-med or... You're going. You you are is going to specialize. Or do you have any passion? Um. So I'm currently a third year college student. Um, oh, third year. Third okay. year. I'm still learning a little bit about what I like. 
Um, I know I liked emergency medicine, as I mentioned. So yeah. there's a lot in the, in the field, and there's a lot that I can look forward to deciding. Mm. But I haven't looked yet. I think I'm doing that right now as I'm... Right, yeah. So what are the primary duties and responsibilities on the job? Can you... Can you describe, you know, what are the, your responsibilities and Absolutely. the role? So as an EMT, we... Some of the primary responsibilities. Right. As an EMT, we are, like, trained to do basic life support. Exactly. Yeah. So there's that comes with, like, respiratory care. Um, yeah. You know, if there's, Cardiac like... Cardiac respiratory. Like yeah. ABC. Exactly. Breathing ABCs. and circulation. Yeah, that's what was hammered into us for three months. Um, <laughs> so we are trained to be as, as best as we can in... in ABCs, right. um, just keeping patient, critical patients alive to the hospital where they can have more right. serious yeah, interventions. Yeah. So basic aim is, you know, to keep the patient alive. Correct. There is a basic and there is an advanced life support, yeah. as you know. The basic life support, uh, support, you know, it will just, when you drive that, when you're riding that, this is just to keep the, it going. Yeah. And then later on, the advanced life support comes into the into the picture. Mm-hmm. So so far, what kind of what medical? Tell us your experience, Kush. What yeah. medical emergency you faced while riding the ambulance? Yeah. So a lot of what we do is um, as BLS, basic life support. We're near like big hospitals like U of M and St. Joe's Trinity, and. For that, we make a lot of transports from one hospital to another. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of what we do also is the the critical care aspect, where um, you know there'll be car accidents, and we'll have to, we'll be the first one to re- respond on scene if there aren't any advanced life support units, and we will have to assess the situation and best we can to to get the to, patient till they reach the destination. Exactly. Isn't there a guideline that only you can only drive up to certain miles closest to the hospital? Yeah, there are many like protocols that dictate mm. what we can do, which makes it a little little more complicated to, you know, do the care we like, but uh, there are some protocols that are for the safety of the patient so mm-hmm. we can get them into the hospital on time and yeah. yeah so basically no suppose you are in the middle of the ambulance and then it stops yeah then you can do the cpr can you do the cpr and the yeah so some of the things we look for also is the paperwork of the patient so if there's like a dnr or something yeah in which yeah. case we we couldn't but um Yes, we have authority to, to you do have authority care. to do the CPR, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So that's very good, and you have a telemetry that is connected to the whichever hospital you are going Correct. to. Yeah. Yep. We have radios and open lines and radios and, and the open line, so that decides, yeah. right? And yeah. And there's a, a lot of the times there's a um, a chief medical person in the hospital who we they they can also give over the phone care to in the emergency room yeah, right? right whoever is the whoever is the chief in that emergency medicine working with the telemetry mm. working with the radio yeah you are in constant check with it exactly. them right mm-hmm. okay so that's very good give us some interesting experience you might have uh recently actually i had a a patient who was involved in a car accident. Okay. Um, yeah. And in that case, the the patient was uh, like sort of sort of older, and 
that caused some internal bleeding injuries, we believe. Okay, yeah. So we had to, you know, I, I drove I drove because I had a paramedic partner. Okay, was, okay. Usually there are two of you, right? Correct. Okay. So, so you, you would have one that's usually driving and one that's um, operating on the patient at all times. And the paramedic, I think they get two years of, uh, of education. Oh, okay. So the, it's an associate's degree, essentially, hmm. and they have much more... Um, they can push more medicines intravenously. They can do more uh, cardiac monitoring and that kind oh, of thing. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so I, I drove lights and sirens to, to U of M for that, mm. and the paramedic they took care managed of it. mostly yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And later on, once you go one step further, then you will be the paramedic, right? Yeah, perhaps, <laughs> perhaps if I pursue that. You have to take a course for that, right? Paramedic. Yeah, yeah. And that... Course for paramedic is what two years? Two years, correct. Okay, so. uh, before you get the before you get the license, mm-hmm. right? So, so now let us find out what was your passion in life. What made motivated you to this particular line of medicine? Could you describe some of your primary responsibility as an EMT? Yeah, I I think it's really honorable that what EMTs and first responders do, and um, they're they're like the first on scene. It's 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 in the name, first responder, and they have to like manage these very stressful situations, and sometimes enter like the patient's home, private areas. But there's people trust in society that these people will do what's best for them. Right, right. So yeah, I always saw that as something that I yeah. wanted to try. And very important, you know, to. Give a moral support yeah. to the to the victim's family, whoever it is, right? Mm-hmm. The one guest is allowed, right? One relative is uh, yeah, yeah. in the ambulance. You Definitely. can have one, right? Exactly. Especially for pediatric patients, we encourage that the par- parents come. Yeah, motor vehicle accident. Exactly. Yeah. So most of the common type of medical emergencies are mostly the motor vehicle accidents. There's a few of those. It's, I'd say it's mostly respiratory distress and cardiac. Respiratory distress. That is another one, you know, right. the difficulty in breathing. Yeah. You put the oxygen and... Yeah, we have CPAP, we have nasal cannula. BAP. You, you can use the yep. PAP, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Yeah, so... So now tell me, what are your career goals? Which is a long term. You are yeah. so young. Because yeah. <laughs> you are so young. Like like I said before, you know, I tell my children, mm-hmm. first of all, have a passion yeah. in your life. Whatever you want to become. doesn't have to be a doctor. It right. could be engineer, computer science. And then you create a vision, yeah. what you're going to follow the vision to your motivation. Mm-hmm. Because now you're motivated to be an engineer, computer science, or medicine. And then you vision will take you to a track, and then you achieve your aims in life. Yeah. Stay focused. So you tell me, what are your long-term career goals? And how you are going to achieve those? Yeah. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm not... talking to you like like your mother <laughs> or the grandmother. A little bit. I, I have I have thought a lot about it. I've talked to a lot of my relatives. Mm. Um, 
As for my career goals, I definitely, I definitely am decided I want to be a physician. Um, right. Now that I'm in my third year, it's coming the time where I'm thinking about applying to medical schools and mm-hmm. where I'm going to do. As far as how I'm going to get there, I'm, I'm trying to get uh, in-person, in-field experience, which is exactly which is my EMT. Experiences made it made a lot of difference. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, I'm also actively looking at, you know, shadowing physicians, see what they do daily. Um, and I think through that, I'll learn exactly what I want to do. But I know I want to be a physician who can help right. heal, heal people, I think. Yeah. So, so uh, around the corner, around your pathway, which particular field of medicine would you specialize besides emergency medicine? Yeah. You know, people get burnt out with emergency. I got burnt out with emergency medicine. Mm-hmm. After working in a busy hospital, Henry Ford, St. Right. Joe, Boomer, I really got burnt out. Yeah. So suppose if you decide you are going to go another, which is the another field would you like, would you consider going to? Um, I've always also appreciated primary care physicians because I think they can offer like advice to patients and that makes sort of like life changes in, it's in the a patient. slow pace exactly and primary care physician that yeah. is a slow yeah slow so. pace you know you be, you can be a primary care physician mm-hmm. you will have more time with the patients right. their family and a slow pace yeah yeah so i think that's a stark contrast with emergency medicine <laughs> so that's sort of you know i don't want to discourage you right you are so young you go for the most challenging field. Yeah, whatever I whatever I'm interested in, I think yeah. I'll Has your EMT experience shaped your understanding of primary patient care? Primary patient care. Uh, uh, I I I've talked to many patients who. I, I, we also another thing we look at is like patients who have like psychiatric needs, mm-hmm. and so I've talked to many who are not happy with their current state and I think something that primary care physicians can do is talk to these patients and like you know direct them into a path in, in medicine which can help them you know feel better so I, I see that even though emergency medicine is so different from primary care mm-hmm. there are always things that primary care physicians can do I think exactly that is right yeah so how do you manage your time? That is very important, you know, between your college yeah. studies and, uh, and you know, riding the ambulance. How yeah. do you manage it? Kush, it must be very hard for you because because they will they might be calling you any time, right? Now you are at now you have full fledged EMT. Right. Um, usually, at least we're able to have shifts that we know when they'll be. And especially for a student, that's very important for me. Um, okay. I've been working 12-hour shifts once a week. How many? 12-hour uh, shifts once a week, usually. Okay, so 12-hour so, shift yeah. once a week. Okay, yeah. that's not bad, though. That's not too bad, yeah. No, because the rest of the time you can attend your lectures, yeah. your classes, right? Exactly, yeah. No, it is definitely. It was definitely hard adjusting in the beginning because I had to wake mm-hmm. up. My st- my shift started at four forty five in the morning. Oh really? So, yeah. Oh my god! So I'd have to a lot of the times go to bed at like nine p.m. and my friends were you yeah, know yeah starting yeah you to, have to you have to be there in time. Yeah. Balancing like the academic and social and then work now was. I know. I know. <laughs> Can you share any strategies, any tips, what you would like to? 
to suggest to your fellow colleagues, your students, maintaining a healthy work school? Yeah, no, I, I think the biggest thing that helps, that has helped me uh, mm-hmm. in the pre-medical journey is finding people who are in a similar, similar path because they motivate you and then, you know, they'll share, right, yeah. they'll share the same stretches, mm-hmm. stresses that you have and how they're getting through it. Right. I think that's the best thing that's helped. That me. is very important in life, you know, for the students. I tell my, I have written a lot of articles about mm-hmm. college, back to college safety, back to school safety, and everything. The most important thing is, you know, you have to get a good circle of friends that yeah. you are going to mix with. The reason being, you know, social media, yeah. how it can divert your attention to anything, Absolutely. right? You agree with me, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, social media, yeah. What challenges have you encountered when juggling your studies and the EMT responsibility? How did you over overcome them? Yeah, so like a 12-hour shift is most of your day even if i start so early um so i'll like you know i'll miss out there was a lecture i i couldn't attend and i had to watch remotely after so there's there's obstacles mm-hmm. like that where um i just can't follow the regular schedule that most college kids that is true so, yeah yeah uh, i had to find other ways to make up and you know, yeah but. then the challenges and reward what are some of the most rewarding aspect you saved life of a yeah, uh, right? yeah, saving that's a life a big is always, Yeah, it's a it's a big thing that's uh, right? rewarding. You feel good, very good. Yeah, <laughs> it's helped me like reassure why I want to go into medicine in general. I think. Um, right. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think. Yeah. Go ahead. I think the patient um, interactions I have are also just really rewarding. Even if I'm not like directly saving their life, I'm mm-hmm. I'm talking to them and I'm gaining some rapport with patients, and I think that's. Uh-oh. So that that's very important, yeah. you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, what are some of the biggest challenge you have faced? Yeah. In this role, um, you know, there's a lot of in in the profession I'm in as an EMT. Paramedics are that's often their like their life career, and there's a lot of older uh, like that's their whole career, and right, they yeah. see college students, you know, doing the similar job as them, and you know, they sometimes get frustrated because we're not putting all of our effort into that. Because I'm also a student um, first. Sure. So that's some challenge I've had balancing and and you know working with some coworkers who are from very different backgrounds. As, as oh, for me. okay. So those are the challenges. I yeah, think so. yeah. Like like you said, yeah. How do you handle the emotional toll, toll that comes? When you are in the emergency, you are working with somebody who is you know at the end stage. There yeah. has to be a lot of emotional mm-hmm. trauma. And I remember myself, you know, riding the ambulance with you know when I was working in emergency room. I used to be called. Sure. But mostly they were the advanced unit. I yeah. don't... <laughs> because yeah. if you go with the advanced unit, they are going to do everything, you know, that yeah. you started. Right. So, so we just overall... Still, it is a lot of trauma, right? Yeah. You agree with me? Absolutely. And even if there isn't, like, yeah. directly trauma, there's, like, hospice patients, mm-hmm. and it's hard to... Yeah. yeah. So now, advice. Give us... Give... give your advice to what would you give to the college students mm-hmm. at your level yeah. who are considering becoming EMT while yeah um, I'm definitely 
I'm definitely grateful I chose to do something like EMT because uh, you really don't know what you're going to get, get right, into exactly, until right. you try it. So I would say just just do it. You know, it's a, it's a summer. And if you don't want to do EMT, there's other like there's PCTs and ER techs and stuff like that where you can right. as a college student, you'll be able to do those things and see the chain of command and what you're going to be doing as a physician. Okay, and then how has pre-med education complemented your work? It has, must have helped you a lot, right? Yeah, I think so. Like, and classes because you like, studied the biology. Yeah, classes like anatomy and physiology. Anatomy is health, anatomy, physiology, physiology function. Even biochemistry, which many students dread. Yeah, yeah biochemistry. <laughs> you know, those are the pre-med. I used to like those subjects, right. biology, mm-hmm. chemistry. I like the only thing I hated uh, physics. Yeah, that's what I <laughs> And knew. I knew that physics is beyond my brain yeah. <laughs> capacity. Yeah, it can so, be for me yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. physics is the one area I hated during my pre-med. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. thank God, you know, once you enter the medical school, then basically you are... Yeah, you got through it. You have something else, you know. Right, Yes, exactly. anatomy, physiology. Mm-hmm. I loved anatomy. Yeah. You know, making diagram, doing the yeah. dissection mm-hmm. and all those things. So that that was very good. I liked that. Is there anything else you think EMT should know or consider as they embark on this journey? Um, I think it's it's not easy because again balancing is very difficult. Uh, you'll see some things that'll take emotional tolls on you. Mm-hmm. But if you have a good support system and you do want to be a physician, especially in the emergency, if you're thinking emergency, yeah. I think it's something good to to try. So. Yeah, so that that's very good. I I really appreciate your coming here and yeah. talking about all these issues. Um, so total, which which school did you graduate from, Kush? For what high school did I graduate? Yeah, from? high school. I went to See Home High School. Which one? See Home. Oh, See Home. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. Home. That's a good high school, yeah. isn't it? A good good exposure. Yeah, yeah. Birmingham yeah. School District, Correct. right? Yep. But you must have done very well to get to the Michigan. No, I tried. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, because, you know, going to Michigan is a lot of competition. Yeah, we meet a lot of different types of people, um, <laughs> but very competitive people also. Very competitive, yeah. Which they, pushes you, so I think that's a good thing. I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. The University of Michigan is one of the top called top colleges in the United States, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and they have so much to offer, right? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. You could do anything if you wanted. Yeah. Um, so now, when, when when will you start your paramedic course? Um, so I'm not completely sure if I'm going to do that or when I would start that, but I'm currently working as an EMT and I'm getting good exposure. Okay, great. Um, so I... You know, I'm still between if I want to. So do that you will or not. keep on, uh, yeah. You, you will keep on pursuing your college educations. Mm-hmm. You know, pre-med, finish your requirement, and then you will go for paramedics. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, taking those uh, ACLS, BCLS yeah. course. Oh my God, I remember. <laughs> Have to, we have to take it so many times. Yeah, no, I, I trainings and certifications, even for us, when we're like the you know, lowest certification level. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. You must have got the BCLS certification, yep. right? Yep. Yeah, right, mm-hmm. yeah. And 
we have still to recertify every two years. Wow, yeah. <laughs> every two years. Before we used to go to all those lectures, you know, courses. Mm-hmm. But now so many things are online. Right, yeah. So what I do is, you know, I just go online and and complete the SCLS and BCLS training. <laughs> but I tell you, this was very hard, you know, for me because because mm-hmm. coming coming from India, yeah, my specialty was their OPGYN. Oh know? wow! Okay. And then when I came here as a intern mm-hmm. here, you know. OBGYN, when I rotated, I found it very hard. Really? Because back at home, you know, you're sitting and the, and the, the you know, those nurses, they do that. Here you have to go for every. So yeah. I switched it to pediatrics, which I found very challenging, interesting, you know. And that's yeah. how I developed my passion to pediatrics. Mm-hmm. But later on, you know, I switched to emergency medicine because of just like you. Yeah. Yeah, save people and all that. Working in the emergency room, you know, you need to be certified for PCLS, SCLS, and all that. Yeah. And Kush, I still remember (laughs) the first time I went for the SCLS cardiac life support course in a moment hospital. I flunked <laughs> on the monitor. They were showing me the fib. Yeah, I'm supposed to shock. I didn't know all those know. things. <laughs> but so I flunked. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Dr. Prasad, you flunked. What do I do? <laughs> I'm not going to quit. You're right. So I, I got some courses, you know, they have basic mm. life support course, CLS life. So I went through all those courses, you know, just to recognize what to do, them, when to do yeah, what. Yeah. And then next that's time, you know, then I made it. Yeah, good. because you have to do that. Yeah, that's, once that's you, encouraging. Once you graduate, then board is another thing, you know, emergency medicine board. Mm-hmm. I got accepted to take the board because I was I was boarded in pediatrics. Right. Do I know anything about the emergency medicine board? No. <laughs> <laughs> the only question I could answer correctly was something uh-huh. in pediatrics. But so written, I flunked. So I said, what am I going <laughs> to do? I'm not. So then I started taking questions courses again and again and yeah. fortunately I made to the emergency medicine board yeah so the basic the reason I'm telling you you be persistent yeah that's motivated. okay you be persistent stick to your goals in life and achieve them so give us a last minute advice to our listeners because our time is what is the keynote one minute advice to our listeners I think you said it best, Dr. Prasad. I think being uh, persistent, if you know your goals, then you're going to be persistent as well. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, know gonna, your goals. Exactly. Because then, you know, if you want to really do it, then you're going to find a way to get around all the obstacles that are thrown at you. Um, and wherever you start, I think you can make... <laughs> yeah. Keep trying. <laughs> yeah. You can keep trying. Keep trying. Yeah. yeah. So I'd like to thank you, Kush, to coming to my health talk show. Thank you so much. And for the topic me. was basic life support. Yeah. 
and you did a wonderful job. I'd like to thank our viewers for watching the show. I'd like to thank our producer, camera crew. And until I see you all, have a safe and a wonderful fall. Thank you again. Thank you so much. <laughs>